You're listening to Channel Radio. I can almost see it, that dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction. My faith is shaken, but I ain't gotta keep trying, gotta keep my head held high. There's always gonna be another mountain, I'm always gonna Channel 2 Radio, The Mindset Matters Show with Sinat Noorani. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, beautiful people. It's that time of the week again, Friday, for The Mindset Matters Talk Show. I'm your host, Zinat Noorani, for the next hour and a half from 10.30 all the way to noon. Wow, I love this time. It's the best day of my week. I really, really feel uplifted when it comes to a Friday. Right before I dive in, I'd like to thank my sponsor. The Mindset Matters radio show has now broadcast over 80 episodes. That is over 80 episodes of sharing stories and expertise about mental health and well-being. Zenat Narani is making a difference and changing the world one show at a time. Intune PR is proud to support the Mindset Matters. And on that note, I actually have the sponsor in today, Darren Wheel of Intune PR. But he's here as well for other things. Because there's going to be some amazing things we're going to reveal later on, aren't we? Hello, Darren. Good morning, Z. It's great to have you again. Oh, it's absolutely lovely to be back and uh, actually using your platform to help launch something which should make a difference and that comes out of ideas you had. Yes, absolutely. It's something that's really important to both of us and close to our hearts. And uh, yes, it's a stay tuned. We'll be revealing shortly. But uh, yeah, you are my sponsor as well for this show. Tell our listeners, if there's any new listeners out there, why do you sponsor The Mindset Matters? Because it's a show which is making a difference in a area which really needs all the help it can get. We have an array of books here which uh, relates <laughs> to what we're going to be talking about. And one of them here is Stacey Dooley. Uh, Are You Really Okay? is mm. the title of it. And in that she concludes there's a mental health crisis in young people. Actually, that it's worse than that. There's a mental crisis, health crisis across the board, in my yeah, opinion. absolutely. And therefore having the ability to listen to people telling stories that relate to are relatable to by other people who are going through hard times mm. that provide tips and tools that can help you survive stuff which some people literally can't. Mm. The existence of this show and other things like it is literally important to humankind. Uh, and I know that sounds rather grandiose, but, you know, that's why it's sponsored. Why, thank you very much. And it's, it's a privilege to have you sponsoring the show, but also to work alongside you 
uh, on our podcast, the Bromley Buzz that we have, but also work alongside you because you're my PR as well. You do PRing for me. If that's a word. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, a man of many words, PRing. You're probably thinking, no, Zena, that's not right. <laughs> public relations, the full term. Go. But yeah, it's um, it's a, always always a pleasure. Um, I think that might be a Paul Andrews from the Business Bunker um, phrase. But <laughs> it's a pleasure to work with people who you believe in. Mm. Uh, and fortunately, in my PR life, I've now got to that stage. And one or two of the people I work with will be mentioned later on as well. Um, and you know we've had you in a few magazines we've had you in a few uh, radio things that kind of stuff Um, but that is only going to increase and there's a reason why it needs to increase Mm -hmm. is because you've got messages you've got things to say that count and PR can't exist without that I can't Mm, um, champion anyone who doesn't have a story yeah absolutely and uh Really, really um, great at what you do. So Intune PR, do check out his website. That's intunepr.co.uk. Is that right? Yep, it is. I got it right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. So throughout the show, don't forget to connect with me on social media. And remember to keep those tweets coming in with comments, shout outs, messages. You know, how have you been inspired What challenges have you overcome? Who has been there for you and made a difference in your life? Share that. Let's talk and send the message across the globe to what's going on because conversations are so, so important. Darren's sitting there smiling at me and I know why. (laughs) You've used the words. I know. You've just launched the launch. No, I haven't launched the launch. You know why you have. (laughs) Um, So... Use the hashtag MSM Radio Talks in your post. Um, you can also email me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. Message box, MSM shout outs. And of course, continue to like, follow, and share. Now, Darren's given a real good overview of why he sponsors the show, but and why he's here and he supports me and does my PR for me. But if it's your first time listening in, a little bit more information about Mindset Matters. This show is completely dedicated to supporting, making a difference and bringing about awareness, breaking down stigmas, taboos around mental health and well-being. So here on this show, uh, we share lots of tips, tools, insights and stories to help bring about that change. And for people to know they're not alone. And it's okay not to be okay for a period of time, but what can you do to move forward? Because life is going to continue to move forward and you need to have the tools, the mindset, the ability and skills to move yourself forward. And if you're struggling, be brave enough to reach out and ask for help. And on this show, we have people uh, with great expertise that come on the show, uh, share their tips and tools that have been working for their clients and what they're doing to make a difference. But also... Uh, what I absolutely love and passionate about is the real life stories. When people open up and they come on here and share their challenges from, you know, where they may have taken their lives to uh, where they've suffered from depression, 
they've suffered from anorexia, bulimia, all those different uh, mental health aspects and illnesses, those stories are the ones that are making the difference. Because someone out there is going to resonate with that. And they're going to know that they are not alone. Great. Uh, there's a lot of wrestling going on behind the scenes there, but that's okay. We're a live show. <laughs> there's a bit of coughing as well. A bit of, coughing, I bit of slurping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. Now, if you want to catch up on any past shows and this one later on, you can find it on anchor.fm forward slash Zenat hyphen Narani MSM. You can also find it on Spotify, Google, Apple and Amazon. Now, last week I had a live guest called Peter Bull, who if you want to listen to his interview, it will be show 89. A very interesting gentleman who shared his story of having anxiety all his life. But um, he also shared how he has coped using a range of strategies so that he can move forward in his life, but also his business, and how he's adapting those different aspects of his life. Right. Shall we um, throw in some highlights of uh, the month of October and what's coming and what's happening? Please do. So what's left of this month? Well, first of all, this month has been Black History Month. And it's an annual campaign to highlight African-Caribbean history and heritage and to promote a greater understanding of UK's diverse cultural heritage. So tweet in again. Let us know what you've been doing for Black History Month so far. Uh, We've got World Blindless Month. And then from the 9th to the 15th, Dyspraxia Foundation appreciates that dyspraxia, DCD, is a lifelong condition. So, again, bringing about awareness of that, raising, you know, the different things that can be done. Also, the same week is Baby Loss Awareness, which is a collaboration between more than 60 charities across the UK. Again, supporting and sharing stories of how you can move forward when you may have lost your child. 10th to the 16th, we've got National Braille Week aims to raise awareness of the importance of Braille and alternative formats that open up the written world. Darren, have you ever done some Braille or felt the Braille pads? And Are they called Braille pads? I don't know what they're called. Scripts? Yeah, I'm not sure either, but I have, uh, so to speak, experienced Braille and um, seen people reading using it. Mm. And it's just a marvellous invention. You can imagine how transformative it has been for yeah. lives. It's, yeah, it's something that's always surprised me. And, you know, I've had a feel of it, tried to, but it's, yeah, it's like switching off those other senses. Because they say when you lose one sense, the others eventually heighten. And I think that's the way you can really, really hone in. But it's absolutely fantastic. Same with sign language. I love sign language. I mean, I do Makaton, which is uh, sort of a simpler version, which is used a lot in schools as well. That's where I learned it. And it's absolutely wonderful. It is. And um, as fellow Strictly fans, and um, <laughs> it, it was wonderful watching. Um, in fact, actually, there was an award for Strictly in the TV awards yes, last night. Yes, there was. And the Anton. speaker was Rose, who did that marvellous dance with the interlude of silence in it. Mm. That just illustrated where deaf people are, are at. It was marvellous. Yes, that's definitely captured many people's hearts. Mm. That has. 
What else have we got? Uh, 10th to the 14th, National Work Life Week is an opportunity for both employers and employees to focus on well-being at work and work-life balance. Now, that's really, really important to me because that's an area of one of my services and where I coach within companies, employers and their employees to how to focus on their well-being, especially now because we've got remote working, we've got hybrid working. It's still kind of a bit of a puzzle at the moment. And when you know what tools and strategies to put into place and really taking the work culture at hand, it can really make a difference. And it's important that CEOs, managers are the role models. They too are making a difference and showing that this is how we do it. Yeah, I mean, just expecting employees to do it. It's a really interesting area right now. It's it's been morphing for some time with things like hybrid working, uh, the revolution of working from home, which COVID helped to accelerate, and because of the way that some employers are insisting that people culturally work very long hours, you've even got to the stage. I've forgotten exactly what the term is at the moment, but there's the uh, effectively the passive working to rule thing that some people are starting mm-hmm. to do to ahead of actually leaving the employers to break out of those expectations because they're just too much for some people. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what? I would love people to tweet in and let's know what their thoughts are in terms of, you know, where are their preferences now? Hybrid working, remote working, completely back in the office? Because I think there's mixed feelings out there I know amongst the young people, they would rather be in the office from, you know, some of the newspaper I've been reading, the news on the television. And it'll be really interesting to kind of know where things are at, whereas I think maybe older generation are wanting to work from home or maybe do the hybrid. But then again, we have an added thing where we've got this financial crisis. People want to go back to work because they don't want to be using their electricity and gas at home. I'm going to try and uh, inject a happy note into this because referring (laughs) to the cost of living crisis, oh dear, oh dear. Um, Yes, we're actually leading the world in some of the thinking around this in the UK. Mm. Uh, There's a company called WorkTech. I've been to some of their events. uh, And they uh, talk about the future of working, the hybrid working. And there are massive companies that are are changing their working practices, including Apple, Microsoft, and so Mm. on. And one of the lovely things is, um, in some employers, you get very flexible workspace, um, as we experience when we go to the Newman workspace in Bromley, but even more so. So there's um, computer-controlled, internet-controlled cabinets, which you can have, and you can store things in them, and then other people can take that cabinet. You can take the workspace and the contents of the cabinet with you, that kind of thing. Oh, lovely. And again, uh, those cabinets are built by a UK company that are exported worldwide as well. So there's a couple of little British success stories I thought I'd throw in there. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Lovely. Um, right, so earlier on Darren mentioned about a couple of people that he PRs for. One of them, next week, tune in, will be live here in the studio, Perry Power actor, speaker and author of Breaking the Silence. Now Perry will be talking about his life having been a survivor of sexual abuse and what he's doing now to break the silence in helping others. And I'm really looking forward to um, speaking with him live in the studio. 
The, the reason that Perry is vitally important and a, a reason why I started to work with somebody that deals with in such a harrowing area, it took me a lot of thinking to actually approach mm. it. As I've learned from him, he engages with people who are not only survivors of sexual abuse, particularly intrafamilial sexual abuse, a mm. taboo within a taboo, really. It is, absolutely. But because of the messaging that he does with them on social media, he's actually helping people who are currently experiencing this in mm. real time. Because it's not like this is a historic or anything, it very much is, but... It's still going on. Yeah. And that's why the break the silence becomes especially important because it needs to be reduced and, if ever possible, eliminated because it's horrible. And um, this is um, Zena rustling now as she rustling. reaches for Perry's book. I actually did turn my mic down. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm actually reaching out for his book, um, Breaking the Silence, Stories from Survivors of Sexual Abuse. And I'm just going to read the uh, synopsis at the back from a couple of people that have mentioned here. So uh, no wonder they're going to make a film about the book. Each story is so shocking and powerful. The book in itself is as kind as it can be and tries to lead the reader into making the first step into overcoming sexual abuse. However, I find the exercises in this book are helpful for any other difficult situation one can be stuck in. And that was... Um, quoted by Juliet Wright. Uh, after being sexually abused by his step-granddad um, at the age of 10, Perry Power lived in secrecy for over 12 years. This led him down a path of self-sabotage. That is until sudden death of his father in two, uh, 2017. Perry went back on to break his silence and embark on a mission to help as many victims as he could to also break theirs. And I'm not going to say any more because I don't want to spoil it for when he comes in next week, so well, do I'd, tune in. I'd like to add something to this, yeah. though. Um, despite the source of that subject matter, that, that is, as I say, it's quite a horrible thing that uh, happens, and it happens to a shocking degree. I think um, uh, Perry is working with Samaritans at the moment on aspects of their training, mm. and a very a surprisingly large proportion of callers have had sexual abuse as part of their background. But nevertheless, when he does talk, he's going to be talking about hope, about forgiveness, about mm. love. So it's not an automatic switch off, this is going to be an hour and a half of depression. It's not. No, no. There's, And, he, you know, Perry's got a gr wonderful energy about him as well, hasn't he? Because I had the privilege of, of speaking to him, you know, a couple of weeks ago on zoom and it was wonderful well, do you know what i love here i you know are the little exercises so it's not just a book where you read through it and you've got the stories but the little exercises that you can do as you're reading the book and i think that's really powerful and really important yeah funnily enough when he his stock email sign off is the word to be powerful there you go hmm uh, what else? Oh, the next guest that I'm co that's coming up, uh, that will be in on the 28th of October, will be a, a wonderful recording. So I had the privilege of interviewing a professional blues rock music musician and a recording artist from Canada, Chris Antonick, 47, single father of two boys, aged 12 and 9. And that he's one of your um, PR clients. 
He is, um, but I would only put people on this show that are, are very relevant. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I, I can't really think of an angle to get Harren from the Coppin Salon restaurant in, <laughs> in Bromley to come on here. I don't think he has any mental health issues to worry about. Hospitality has a lot of stress. Yeah, and he does actually have an event for uh, Sri Lanka, and uh, Sri Lankan charities coming up. And one of the reasons for that is because he's grown up in a war-torn country Mm. and the consequences of war as Ukrainians and the people around them are finding, talk about a mental health uh, challenge, but in any case Chris Dantonik is highly relevant a lot of people work through their mental health issues through their writing and their lyrics and poetry and music and he is no exception No, definitely not So uh, Chris has uh, just released his fourth album, Morningstar which derives its title from the iconic Thoror line in Walden, if I pronounce that right. T H O R E A U. It's obviously French. French. The album is currently topping radio charts and gaining a very high praise from music critics. So the white hot Canadian blues rock star Chris Antonick is going to be burning across the UK from the 4th to the 13th of November in the Morningstar tour. So it starts on the 4th in London at the Blues Bar and then it goes all the way through till the 13th, finishing off in Sittingbourne in Kent in the Bourne Music Club. So, I mean, I'll do a quick... Actually, I'll give you the dates now if you're um, interested, but I will repeat this again next week. Uh, So on the 5th, it's in Wales. On the 8th, he'll be in Ramsgate, Kent. He's going to be in Kent twice. Kent is brilliant, isn't it? Mm. I love Kent. Uh, (laughs) We've got Newark on the 9th, and then Scotland on the 10th, and again in Scotland. So we've got actually two two different places. Backstage at the Green Hotel Kinross Kinross. Mm -hmm. on the 10th, and then Glasgow on the 11th, and ending in Sittingbourne. So if you want to hear Chris's interview, Chris Antonick's interview, then join me here on Friday, the 28th of October. An amazing guy. Loved chatting to him. What's interesting with him is, and let's, I'm going to be candid here, he may not be my client much longer. and Because I met him a few years ago and I've done tour PR with him. Uh, but uh, he'd already been nominated for awards, the Maple Blues Awards in uh, Canada. He'd already associated with some people quite well up mm. in the blues rock music tree. But the difference this album Morningstar has made, the accolades it's had, the chart positions it's had, are stunning. He is leapfrogging half of the rest of the blues artists in the world at the moment. And he's going to end up, I think, being on bigger labels and much bigger PR companies Mm -hmm. than mine. And you know what? It's not always about having a client indefinitely. Sometimes it's being a little nodge on their their bedpost, as it were, on the way up. And if I'm that to Chris, I'm very happy about it. I'm part of the rise of somebody. That's great. Yeah, fabulous. Um, When talking to him, actually, and yeah, I don't want to say too much again because I want you to tune in and listen to it. But his, all of his songs on the Morningstar album, uh, as I guess it would be album, right? Yeah. Morningstar album. They, um, each song has meaning behind it. And it's like uh, little chapters in his Morningstar book, if you want to call it. Mm. And each one is a chapter of his life and things that he's gone through and the feelings and the emotions. It's absolutely wonderful. And actually, one of the chapter songs I'm going to be playing... We're going to go into it now. It's called We're Not Alone. 
the power of being connected to others and that we all feel this way sometimes. Accept it and let it in. to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Nurani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. 
Well, 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 there we have it. What a wonderful tune. We're Not Alone by Chris Anthony. So if you um, book those uh, tickets to see him, you'll be hearing that tune in live. Later on coming up will be another song that I'm going to play from him. Right. Um, do you know what? I think I'm going to share my affirmation of the week before we dive into our mystery campaign. You do like dragging this out, don't I you? I do, I do. Yeah. It keeps us on the edge. Mm. I know, I can see you fidgeting there. It's just like, I want to get, get on no, with it. No, but I enjoy your affirmation, so do continue. So, I will say, find a quiet space for a moment, a time for you. Believe in yourself and then consider this affirmation, how you might apply this to yourself. My body, my mind and my spirit are beautiful and exactly the way it should be. I am grateful for what I have and I am. There we go. Mm. And it can mean a number of things in how you want to uh, look at that affirmation, but it's about that self-awareness, that acceptance and that confidence. Yeah, it can be very hard to be confident because um, there's all sorts of voices from within you and outside of you that often knock it. And some people are really, really thoughtless about the way they do it to other people, uh, and and that's very sad. So those affirmations are things where you build yourself up regularly, mm. and you find them on uh, Zenat's um, social media, and in this show, yeah. week in week out. They're very important. Yeah, and I also have that you know all these affirmations and my empowering questions in a little book on Amazon. Begin each day with positive affirmations and empowering questions, which you can get from there which is wonderful. It's just a good reminder. I mean, I've said this some, so many times. I have these affirmations on Post-it notes plastered all over my mirror. I'm going to have to have a new one of my own. Are you? Yeah, which is something like, I sound good on radio. Because um, <laughs> I've never enjoyed my own voice for this, even though I deliberately chose to, um, with you, set up the Bromley Buzz podcast and mm. been doing that for a year plus. Mm. And I don't know what it is about this studio and this microphone, but I'm kind of hearing myself back and I'm cringing slightly. Oh, no. But it doesn't matter. Doesn't and, matter. and somebody actually said to me a while ago, you have a radio voice. Yeah. And I think he meant it as a compliment. Yes, it is a compliment. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I was told that by uh, Paul Andrews of the Business Bunker when I first started out. Excellent. But he didn't say I have a radio voice. It goes, I've got a face for radio. <laughs> so there's a, I was just talking about people sure to about undermine one. your confidence and there he is Paul you should be ashamed of yourself but I know what he meant yeah. absolutely lovely he's like my teddy bear Indeed. and thanks to him I'm here because I came on his show he saw the potential of me having my Mindset Matters show and voila you know here I am so thank you Paul um, for your support and training me up as well well, we were talking about this on the way down, uh, and that lovely old phrase, uh, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. You'd been preparing for that um, and had the mission to help people with their mental health and their well-being mm. for a long time, mm. and he brought the opportunity. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. It, do you know, it's interesting when you talk about opportunities because often people say, oh, I'm just waiting for the right time, the opportunities, but actually opportunities are all around us. We just have to open up our eyes and ears and listen. And then when they present themselves, 
to take those opportunities. Because how do we know it's the right time? Because there's always going to be the umming and ahhing. You've right. got to go and get it sometimes. Well, whatever other opportunities are out there, you always have one, uh, and that one is the way you think. Mm. And you have the opportunity to think in a different way to the way you had before, to let the past go, to be positive, mm. despite whatever's going on. And you need uh, empowerment to do that. And again, this show's about that. Absolutely. Right, without further ado, I think it's time. Do we do like we do on the Bromley Buzz? Drum roll. Drum roll. roll. Yeah. That was like a nail roll. <laughs> <More like. laughs> I'm disqualified from that. <laughs> so, uh, as, as I said earlier on, um, we are launching a campaign which is close to both our hearts. And it's something that is really, really, really important and vital when it comes to language and communication. And well-being. And well-being. Uh, and and um, our status as humanity and ability to... Um, to inspire um, and create and have, as you say, better conversations, whether it's verbal, written, through music, body language... It's better conversations. Would you like, you've already mentioned it once in passing, but would you like to say what the hashtag for this is, what the campaign is called? Hashtag Let's Talk. Exactly. Which Simple is also that. the name of a book by Nihal Athanayaka, mm-hmm. who's a broadcaster on Radio 5 Live and other things. And actually what this is, is, is isn't something which we haven't already been doing. You in this show and as a uh, well-being and mindset coach have been doing this since you started. I as a professional communicator and helping people go to the media and in the Bromley Buzz have been doing it as well. And it is simply this, talking, communicating, sharing amongst people. And listening. Do you know, this all started because um, even more, when you... Actually, when in, you were browsing through uh, Waterstones and you came across Nihal's book, wasn't it? Almost. Uh, almost. Almost, almost, but not quite. Not quite. So, and it was called Let's Talk and you bought it, you started reading it and then you were telling me about it because I had no idea about this. And I was like, oh my God, that's right up my street. And before I know it, Darren's gone out and bought me a copy as well and signed it for me, even though he's not Nihal. He signed <laughs> it for me and given it to me. And it's an incredible read. Can it I is. can I uh, come over all Star Wars on you? Oh, go on! Right, so here's <laughs> here's here's the prequel. Okay, a few months ago, I really like um, Nihal's show on Radio Five Live. He talks to guests, all kinds of guests, at a length and with a understanding and patience mm. that you don't normally get in an awful lot of pod, uh, broadcasts. And on this occasion, he was speaking to an author called Johan Hari, who wrote a book called Stolen Focus. Mm. And what that talked about was that in contemporary society, people are not paying as much attention to each other, to themselves and topics as they were. So you've got a lot of factors involved from education through to mobile phones and the very transitory nature of social media. Uh, And there's a lot of other things bound Mm. up into this. And I found it a fascinating discussion. I went and bought that book and read it. Mm. What I wasn't expecting, having then read that book, 
was that Nihal himself would then go off and write another one called Let's Talk, um, the subtitle of which is How to Have Better Conversations. And when I read that, what I found really interesting, I buy the entire premise of it. Um, there are things which are major in society, like loneliness, um, isolation, mm-hmm. um, all kinds of things where people need to come together. There is a hostility around encamped positions in things like politics and, and that need not be that way that have emerged. And to sum Nihal's book up, this one sentence, all of us can learn to be better at talking and listening to fellow humans. And it is about time, because like any trend, it doesn't need to continue. It doesn't have to be the way things are. The thing that Nihal didn't do, and nor did Stacey Dooley when she was talking about mental health and young people, is offer a solution, offer an action. Mm. And we are two people in a room talking to our audience about this. But this is the start, however tiny, of something which we hope will grow. So let's talk, the hashtag in this context begins. Let's talk Bromley, where we're going to focus our efforts and do stuff face-to-face to bring people together, begins. And I've actually got in front of us here from the, um, or what will be going on our website, let's talk.world. Um, by the way, I, I told you about this, it's quite amusing. Since um, Nihal came up with the book, uh, let's talk.co.uk is available, and it was £20,000, so I decided not to go for that one. Oh, in right. terms of domain. Okay. Um, but we have a declaration of Let's Talk that we're literally drafting as we speak. The sentence that we just spoke was the first of them. Z, would you like to share the second sentence yep, in our I draft? Will. So the only way that we are going to achieve genuine closeness is to have better conversations with each other. But having those better conversations also is about taking interest you know a lot of the times when we have a conversation stop and think are you actually giving yourself 100% to that person that you're talking to or that you're listening to because earlier on you know like you said Darren we are distracted by mobile phones or what's going on in our life and actually we're having those conversations but we're not all there I mean I've been into lots of meetings you know, work meetings, and people are still sitting there on their phones under the tables or on the tables. Some care, some don't care, some do it discreetly, but not actually listening to what's going on in the room. When so we conversations. When we do these live events, there's going to be an element of slow networking in there where we get people to speak to each other and not about the usual topics necessarily. But I tell you what, one thing's going to be banned during that, and it's the f- mobile phone switched on, or in the, even even in your pocket, probably. Well, we'll see how that goes down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, audience of one coming up. Uh, what else have we got? So part of uh, Let's Talk, we believe that better conversations, uh, I've already mentioned, that includes listening to each other in a calm and respectful way. On all right. topics. It Which doesn't. is really difficult. You remember when the conversations about Brexit were going on? Yeah. <laughs> One of the funnier things for me, I was on Facebook, and I'm friends with lots of DJs and podcasters and such, as you can imagine. 
And I literally couldn't talk to one of them for the entire period because he was just ranting from his side of the Brexit fence, the fence I didn't happen to agree in at the, at the time. Mm. And it was an absolute case of not listening, just throwing out that position again and again and again. Mm. And there is, what with algorithms on social media as well, you're continually being presented with stuff that reinforce your own view. And it, the point that, even if you take politicians, a lot of the time they work closely together, mm. the Labour, the Liberal, the Conservatives, behind the scenes, in committees, all this kind of thing. But it's being lost. And one of the things I'm going to propose to our local politicians, they don't know this yet, nobody does. Well, they do now. I, they do now. I'm going to invite the MPs and the councillors to come to a public meeting and share what they agree about. Have mm. you ever heard politicians being on a platform and doing that? No, absolutely it's not. It's about time. Yeah. You know, what's also um, important about these conversations that we have is understanding yourself. So Let's Talk is also about how can you bring self-awareness to yourself? What type of conversationalist are you? You know, how self-aware are you of the way you talk? the speed at which you talk or allowing people when you're talking do you just keep going and going and going and rambling and rambling on and allow some other people to talk or interject or give an opinion because sometimes there's a fear around that as well people talk and talk and talk because they don't want anyone to ask a question as well so really that is not a conversation a conversation is two ways as well it's not just one way were you struck? It's a reaction. Were you struck when reading the book by the quote from Lorraine Kelly? Mm. Um, obviously, a television broadcaster has a talk show, and uh, she said, when she was interviewed by Nihal, "We're losing the art of conversation." Well, if we're losing it, we need to find it again. Yeah, I mean, these are words that we hear all the time that we need to be doing, but of course, we've got. Uh, celebrities and important radio people saying this, so all of a sudden we're, take, we're taking more interest in it. But we need to be doing that regardless. We don't need somebody famous to tell us that we need to talk better or let's have better conversations. We should be doing that anyway. And that's my thought on it. Because well, this is something I've been talking about ever since I became a coach. Well, there's one of the subtexts of this as well, is that... The headlines get filled up with stuff. So you had Brexit, you had COVID, you've got cost of living crisis, you've got <laughs> meltdown in the mm. economy. You've got one thing comes after another. And the way it's looking is, oh, Ukraine war as well. Um, terrible thing. But with this, it means that stuff that is really important just vanishes for a while. And when it vanishes for a while, yes, it's going on behind the scenes. But the importance that attached to it vanishes with it, and then action doesn't happen. So if, for example, um, fellow people in the PR industry hadn't done such a wonderful job of mucking up the climate change debate and um, mm. saying that the science wasn't science, but if these headlines hadn't got in the way as well, the fixes to things like energy security and climate change could have been in place 20, 30 years ago, but they haven't been. So Let's Talk includes let's carry on talking about the things which are the eternal verities, the things that really matter, alongside the thing. You can't escape the stuff like um, 
cost of living and uh, Ukraine and all the rest of it. But the other things need to have more airtime as well now and to keep having it. Yeah, and it's breaking down those misunderstandings, those stigmas, those taboos, whatever they may be out there. But I completely emphasise the fact that we can talk and talk and talk and talk to have these better conversations, but there has to be action and change. Which is why... And we, this we, is the importance of this yeah. campaign. It's not we're just talking and bringing about awareness. It's talking to make a difference. So people and groups of people can start shifting the way they communicate, the way they have their conversations. And I believe it's important to start with yourself. Look at the type of person you are, and I said this earlier on, and how are you having those conversations at home? Because are they the same, similar to how you communicate with people outside? You know, what is the difference learning from that? Yeah, um, there, there are two things coming out of what you're just saying. On the practical action point of view, the nature of a campaign is we're going to keep talking about this. The second thing is, I mean, you're, you are a mental health champion. That's what it amounts to. And this is an absolutely major part of it. But if we do practical action in one place where we live in Bromley, we can set an example that if it works, and who knows, others can follow. And on that website, as we develop this, we will add because we don't need to take over the world with this, but if we can share an oh, example, we can put a toolkit on there. We can put things, there's a, this is going to be absolute fun. We can't do it in this show. But one of the things, we both love the book, 30 Things to Love, love about, about Yourself by yeah. Rotika Sandani. That's part of the many inspirations for what we're doing. But one of them is, we're going to write up and publish 30 things you can talk about. There you go. Yeah. Um, and, and, You've you know, just thrown so, that at me, haven't you? <laughs> I have indeed. You have the um, piece of paper as part of our things with you, but it's literally just a title at the moment. Mm. Uh, the other thing that I was going to talk about there was, in doing this, and again it's another, I think it was another Nihal interview, it might have actually have been on uh, Radio 4, no, it was Woman's Hour. This is unusual, Man on Woman's Hour. Yes, they do, do appear. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it was a, a comedian, Max Dickens, and he's written a book mm. with the charming title of Billy No Mates. And what he's talking about is that men aren't great at friends, or male friends anyway, uh, because we tend to exist in this bubble of banter between people and it can be relatively shallow. And it, he started thinking about this when he was going to be going to a wedding or having his own wedding, and it was the best man question. Mm. And he thought, oh, I haven't got a best man, I've got two best women. Yeah. Uh, and this made me think as well. There is, in the book, he talks about the fact, and on the show, uh, which is still on BBC Sound, you really should listen to it if you can find it, Max Dickens on there. But he talks about the fact that men don't engage at the same level as women. Women simply make better and deeper friends. They don't mind talking about feelings, for goodness sake. Oh, my God, it's a feeling. I better run away. I'm a man. Um, and this, I think, is a very important thing. I saw a friend of mine, Martin Allen, down the pub for the first time in some time, a little while mm. after I'd read that book. And he was shocked when I gave him a hug. And then I started unloading on him things around stuff which I never talked to any man about before. Yeah. Uh, and that can be done. Brilliant. Um, so moving on, we're going to go into a quick break. And actually, the one that I'm going to play right now is Hugh Laurie. 
and it's called Let Them Talk. It's uh, 1959, Little uh, Little Willie John, song written by Johnny, T- uh, sorry, uh, Sony Thompson on King Records, produced by uh, Henry Glover. The lyrics begin, let them talk if they want to. Talk, don't bother me. I want the whole wide world to know I love you so. So let's have a listen at that. Just let them talk If they want to Talk don't bother me I'm gonna keep on Till the
Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Well, there we have it, uh, the song by um, Hugh Laurie. So let's talk, let them talk, sorry, let them talk. Beautiful song. Uh, Sarah Marsh Collins tweeted in and uh, says... Um, I'm listening to your conversations, Zainat Narani and Intune PR. People often listen to reply rather than listen to understand. This is where so much miscommunication and conflict stems from. Hashtag let's talk. And we've got Darren there tapping away. <laughs> this is going to be a noisy show when I listen through. A lot of rustling there, a lot of tapping, a lot of coffee mugs going down. <laughs> Anyway, that's all right. He's whisper conversation. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. We're having a conversation here. I've and you're a, tapping in a way. I've got a creaking chair now just to throw into the mix. Uh, oh, great. Well, a very noisy show we have. Uh, but sound effects are pretty cool. Do you know yeah. what? While he's tapping away, then we carry on in a minute about the um, Let's Talk campaign. I got uh, Darren to pull out my angel crystal card today. So today's one that he pulled out, which I think is a good one, is a watermelon tourmaline. Tourmaline, I think it's called. That's pronounced mm -hmm. tourmaline. And this crystal is about stress reduction. De-stress your mind, body and schedule as you need to rest, recharge and revive. This kind of fits well with my affirmation. Don't you agree? Yep, I do indeed. Oh, it's a lovely car to um, pick up on. It is, yes. Uh, so I'll read a little bit about it. So, stress reduction, tourmaline, watermelon. This card appears whenever there is a need to de-stress your mind, body, schedule, and so forth. And I think it does fit very well for today. You're all, you already know which life areas are triggering your elevated stress levels. God and your guardian angels are empowering you to reduce them by taking charge of your schedule and surroundings. You are encouraged to introduce stress management practices in your daily life, such as things like prayer, meditation, gentle exercise, time spent in nature, fun, hobbies, massage, naps, and chemical-free diet. Are any of those... Uh triggering to you at the moment no but i know one thing that's triggering to you is watching me typing away and not listening to you properly i do apologize <laughs> so this is up. also a message about simplifying your life so look for tasks you can release or ways to clear clutter from your schedule when there is too much vying for your attention you feel f sorry you will feel fragmented it's possible to get addictively hooked on drama under the mistaken belief that it is exciting. However, it's much more pleasurable to have peaceful excitement in which you create the soothing and harmonious life that you desire and deserve. So a little bit about this crystal. It's a beautiful granite stone. It's translucent green and the outside in the deep pink on the inside, hence the watermelon name, watermelon... 
tourmaline is a soothing crystal that helps with simplifying and de-stressing your life. Absolutely wonderful it sounds. Um, Do you know what? I think I need to get some people on this show who do crystal readings. And I think it would be nice to have a live crystal reading on here. Yeah, it's... This is something that uh, I know you're doing, which will be to associate more and more people in different fields that complement what you do. Um, but you've just introduced me to a new term, um, peaceful excitement. I, my, I can't get my head around that one. How does that work? And a sort of zen and buzzing all at the same time. Absolutely. Hmm. You're going to have to go away and think about that one, aren't you? I don't know. Have you, have you been peacefully excited? I have. Hmm. Okay. But I shall not tell right now. <laughs> <laughs> that might be for things off the air. Oh, okay. Well, we're back into the let's talk on the taboo subject side we, a bit oh, again. Oh, yes. Mm. So let's talk. So moving on from um, that. Uh, so, you know, to be a catalyst for better conversation in private and in public life that helps us to be better in society and with practical focus. And as you said earlier on, It's where we want to start. We're going to be starting on Bromley because we're both based in Bromley. Yep. Where we'll be um, growing this from there and moving outwards. Well, the nice thing is we can also, and this is what the Bromley Buzz podcast does, is pull together things that are already there. So I was speaking yesterday to the chap who's starting up um, a new internet station in Bromley, Bromley Radio, and he talked to me about Bromley Football Club who incidentally have said, when we do themed events, which we will, would they would like to host a sports-themed Let's Talk, mm. which is marvellous. But they have, apparently, I think it's every Thursday afternoon, uh, a session where people above the age of 50 can drop in and talk to other people above the age of 50, and I think they provide them with free refreshments as well. Oh, uh, so just... Things like that, which give people an arena to come and talk in, and like the lunch clubs in the churches. Yeah, it's similar just to the so Wellbeing important. Cafe in Orpington yeah. that um, um, I hope to be joining forces with mm. in the near future. I mean, that place was launched, and it's it's about providing a space, a safe space for elderly people to go along and connect and talk and share, but also have experts like myself and other professionals come in and talk to them about, you know, what they're going through and the symptoms and whether it's diabetes or it's heart condition, you know, diet, whatever it may be. And these conversations are vital. We are. I mean, they can literally save lives. The same thing with um, Perry Powell and his thing. The... There are taboo subjects which keep coming up in the media and then vanishing again. So one of the ones which is quite hot at the moment is menopause. Oh, yeah, another, another one. Don't in, talk to me about menopause. Shall I do men, men, menstruation then? Because that's the next one in the list. Because <laughs> the, the, the footballers from the England team and clubs yeah. about the colour of their shorts and things. Goodness. But I, there's another thing that you do, which is a very important thing, and that is um, well-being in the workplace. Mm. And I was thinking about this when I was coming in this morning. I've got a book here by Sarah Townsend, Survival Skills for Freelancers. Mm, I've heard of that one. Mm. Yeah, and... Just looking at the chapter headings at the beginning, um, you've got, uh, she's got myths, realities and advice. I think you might like this. So the first one is myth one. I like my own company. I don't need anyone else. 
Uh, reality. <laughs> Being a solo worker doesn't mean going it alone. Advice. Everybody needs somebody. Absolutely. And somebody to talk to. Next chapter. I have to do it all. Sales, marketing, auditing, uh, admin accounts. Uh, <laughs> reality. Doing everything yourself is a fast train to burnout. Advice. You know what? Ask for help. We, we so were on. having this conversation on the drive down here, mm. or up here, should I say, or across to Ashford, yep. um, about burnout a little bit and what we go through in delegating and all of these aspects. So, yes, they're really important. And funny you mentioned workplace. I can't mention any names, but as you know, I am so passionate about getting into the workplace, looking at well-being policies, making sure that staff are looked after. And there was this one company that I tr- uh, was trying to get into and they were all for it. But in the end, things didn't work out, finance, budgets, etc., etc., as it happens. But what I found out is two employees from there who I w- have conversations with have had burnout in the last month. One of them has already resigned because mm. of the burnout and the stress. Now, that's saying something. So a workplace that actually needs the help is not seeking the help out for their employees. Well, they're they're numerous. Uh, I'm a former civil servant, 23 years. By the time I left in 2010, the environment I was working in, from a macro level, the top of the organisation, right down to the individual staff around me, could only be described as a toxic environment. Mm -hmm. Now, we had some good leaders in there, to Mm -hmm. be fair, But I was offered at one point career coaching, so I took the career coaching, that was great. But if they'd had um, soft skills, well-being coaching in there as well, that would have helped so much. Oddly enough, as an internal communicator then, stuff I did, internal newsletters, um, events, bringing people together, was actually a bit of an antidote to that toxic culture, but it still wasn't enough. And... Uh, I'm I'm never minded to go back into an environment like that ever again. It, it's horrendous, and I yeah. feel very sorry for those people you're mentioning. Yeah, it, uh, you know, it's it's horrible that anyone goes through things like that. And uh, you know, thank you for sharing that as well about your toxic environment. Um, I've shared on the show many times about the toxic environment I was in when I was in the educational sector as well. And even now, because that's the other part that I provide my services to is the educational sector and recently um you know the head was ready to go it was all for the uh, you know the staff training day where i was going to provide them with some well-being tips tools around something very specific that they want and um he thought yes they're going to go for it because it had been highlighted in their feedback and unfortunately he came back and he was very disappointed he goes unfortunately we're going we're to not go ahead with it because they have um, mentioned that nothing's the matter. They don't need any help. They're not stressed. No time management issue. And I know for a fact that there is because I go into that school supply teaching, mm. which is real sad that there's a fear again that maybe they're scared to admit, even whether it's anonymously, that they're struggling. But this is the, the thing about um, upwards feedback in organisations. Why should it be called whistleblowing? Mm. It should be called normal feedback. feedback. Our work isn't being done properly. We're not feeling right in our jobs because of these things. Please, can they be fixed? It should be a normal conversation. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's a real shame, but I'm sure something will work out because I know this head teacher is all for well-being of their staff. But it's just 
getting the staff to take the step forward to say, yes, we want it, unfortunately. Though, I, you know, politics again. We're not going to get into politics because <laughs> you could get me real started well, with you the take, take a, <laughs> Next time you're in there, take a bottle of my trademark Jack Daniels into the staff room and then you can find <laughs> out just how well-being they're feeling. <laughs> in vino veritas. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on with the Let's Talk campaign. What else have we got in sight for you guys? So, um, I've just blanked. Oh, yes, we, you know, we were talking about, you know, there was something actually from, I wanted to go back to uh, Nihal's book mm. uh, because I had read something earlier to you which I absolutely loved. Now, I've got it highlighted in yellow, but isn't it funny how you can't find the highlight? Well, I've had an idea. This, this um, Let's Talk campaign is literally developing on air. So I've realised on the website I need to find a, a link to that Woman's Hour interview I mentioned. I need to find a link, if it still exists, to Nihal speaking to Johan about uh, yeah. Stolen Focus. I need to find other things where Nihal himself has been interviewed about Let's Talk. Yeah. I will add those. They will become part of the toolkit. Has that uh, helped cover up your search? No, no, it hasn't. <laughs> but um, do you know, actually... Th- the book that he's written is really good because he's not an expert in language and... Com- uh, he hasn't trained no. for that, as and that's he, the beauty. As he points out, he is an expert in broadcasting, in broadcasting and interviewing. But he has got interviews, and he has interviewed people to bring more understanding using professional expertise of how important these conversations are. And in one of the bits that I highlighted, it's about reading your non-verbals as well as your verbals. You know, so that it's important that we understand that. And these are things that we're not taught from a very young age. Um, here's a bit. So ask yourself if you are really listening when someone is talking. Is your attention undivided? Are you employing the full range of emotions at your disposal to connect with what you are hearing. Are you looking at the person as well as listening to them? Noticing the psychological movements that thoughts divulge before speech clarifies. It's interesting you mention that because I have been regarded by quite a lot of people as a good listener, despite the fact that I'm also an interrupter, so... I, if I get ahead of the way the person is thinking, I try to throw in my bit at mm. the time, which can be somewhere between rude and unnecessary. Mm. What I'm not so good at, I don't think, is being a watcher. Uh, and I will look away, I'll, all, all kinds of um, things where my mind wanders while I'm speaking to someone. Uh, and, yeah, I'm, I'm literally having to kind of retrain myself now in the light of what I've been learning while we've been looking at this stuff. Yeah. Not easy. No, it's not. And actually, you've brought up quite a, a good point that I, I can expand on on that. We always uh, have been taught that when somebody's talking, we look at them to show that we're engaged and that we're talk, you know, we're listening. But we have to remember that is for someone who's got the normal brain function. And I'm going to be going into people that may be autistic, have ADH or... Um, you know, they may have a, had a brain injury. We don't know that. So 
again, it's about understanding yourself and understanding others. So somebody who doesn't make eye contact with you, it might, it doesn't necessarily mean that that person's not interested, but understand that maybe that person's autistic or has ADH, because sometimes they don't have that ability to make that eye contact. That's just a very small scale that I kind of wanted to there mention. Is a, there is a larger related yeah. one, and that is that there are cultural differences between people that, that have too, the same yeah. impact. As well, yeah, cultural differences where you, you don't look at the person, especially if you're looking at gender, male and female, you don't look up, you, don't, you, know, you must look down or bow, all these different aspects. I've got a, a, a question for you and for the listenership, actually. When we're looking at this, we're thinking about... Um, launching a campaign around Let's Talk and getting people to talk differently and to put some actual milestones and some events in and this sort of thing and a toolkit. Um, but what should people really be talking about? That's another question again. Uh, ignoring those headlines, which I spoke about earlier on, what should the top topics of conversation be? And, of course, you're a mindset and well-being person, so you, it would be natural that yours might come from there. Well, for me, it's about talking about your emotions, talking about your thoughts. What are you going through? Not being afraid to express yourself in the way that you want to, okay? But also the topics around not being afraid to say that you're, you're stressed, you know? Because the moment you say that you're stressed, the instant replies, oh, well, you can't handle the workload, or, you know, you're not good enough, uh, you know, what's wrong? So many judgments come with that. So conversations around being able to talk about when you're stressed. And, of course, all the other topics. If you have gone through mental health and you're on uh, a road to transforming, recovery, don't, you know, why are we afraid to say that, you know, I had depression, I had burnout, um, I attempted to take my life. Why should we hide that? Um, I've been raped. I've been abused. All these things. I know, know there's a lot around there, but if we want to talk about it, the more we talk about it, the more we can help people. There is an, an, a very old saying which um, underpins I mean, this. I didn't really answer your question fully, but... A problem shared is a problem halved, mm. and, and yeah. that has a lot of truth to it. Um, I was talking to the financial advisor, Richard Cox, um, mm. yesterday, and I've heard him speak in public about this. And this is especially topical oh, yeah, right finances. now because of the fact that interest rates are going up and people are facing uh, very hard times in many cases and that businesses are suffering again. Being able to share that with people and not regard it as a mark of a failure, a, a something which is a detriment on your life that, that makes you a worse person, and being able to reach out and go actually to people. I need financial help. Can you do anything? I need financial advice. Can you do anything? I need this. I need that. I need the other thing. Coming from stuff which you do not feel normally able to talk about, the outcome is usually a positive one. There's always some sort of solution, however big or however small, there will be a bit of light that can help you move forward. And unfortunately, finance is, <clears throat> excuse me, is one of the things that's going to be an ongoing journey. People, it's going to be up and down. We During just don't know what happens with the economy. 
Again, things we've done that are less talkish before yeah. this. Do you remember when we did the Rotary Work Club with the Rotary yes. uh, Club of Bromley? Uh, another another body where people can go and talk and join and do charitable things and nice stuff and get to know each other. Something I'll advocate for. I'm a Rotarian. But when we were doing that, you did a session on confidence, which is the first plank to recovery, actually, for mm. people who's in a, a really hard time. Richard did one on, on finance. But, again... That was a sharing of skills and expertise that helped people who reached out for it. And presenting people with places where they can reach out for that is really important. And with that, also knowing that you are not the only person in that boat. There are other people going through similar, if not the same, similar situations. That's why it's called the human condition. Yeah, And like you said, a problem shared is a problem halved. Because you will learn something that you thought you might have known, but you didn't. And it's that aha moment. And I get that. Even, you know, I, even though I'm a coach and I help my clients, sometimes when somebody says to me, as a coach, what would you tell your client? Would you tell them da-da-da-da-da? And I'll be like, yeah. And he goes, right, I'm telling you. And sometimes I need that reminder as well. Well, you, one of the reminders, when I was doing some coaching with you, I think one of the early questions, and you can rephrase it if you like to actually what it was, but it was something along the lines of what would make you happy? Mm. What does happiness mean, mean for you? you? How many people listening to this now sit there and ever even consciously think the thoughts? What would make me happy? Am I happy now? Uh, what are my feelings? You start asking yourself those questions or talking about them, let's talk with others. It's life-changing. It can be. It can take you out of a rut you have been into. It can be devastating, actually, as well, with some of the decisions you might take as a result. The words midlife crisis have not been coined for nothing. But all of that is there and important and comes under the Let's Talk umbrella. Absolutely. And on, on, on that note, we're going to take another quick break because I want to play the other tune. It's called Be Here Now by Chris Antonick. Here we go.
Yesterday's gone, a chapter done. Blown out the candles again. Blown out the candles again. I've been running away from here for far too long. Missing out is a tragedy. Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Well, there we have it. Chris Antonek, be here and now. So, like I said, tune in on the 28th of October to hear his interview and some more wicked tunes. Right, uh, just sort of finishing up on the Let's Talk. First of all, uh, <clears throat> people want to find out more about us. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Would you like to take over? I've got croaky. <coughs> I certainly would, yes. Um, I, I really enjoyed talking about Let's Talk um, so far. And I'm really looking forward to just seeing you lead the thing because I can communicate this and it matters to me, but I utterly lack the <laughs> skill set and knowledge that are around the mental health and well-being thing that goes alongside it. Um, I'm just untrained in that stuff. I, I kind of... Uh, 
just sit and listen and go, oh, right, okay, so that exists, does it? This piece of training and coaching, um, I need to reflect that in my writing, but can't do it without that knowledge from you. No, but it, I think it takes both as well, because you, um, as myself and many other people, it's those real experiences that can put the heart on what we're trying to do with this Let's Talk campaign. Because it's not just about having the expertise, but it's about the experiences and making those connections and understanding the reasons behind them, why things are happening and what can be done to change this. Giving people hope, giving people uh, inspiration to make changes and not feel that they can't talk. Well, part part of it is about giving people a place to go where they can find this stuff. And this is what we are doing online with the website and everything else. We're going to be doing face-to-face and so on going forward. And you know what? It's not even all going to be very earnest and serious. We're going to have fun with this, the same as we have with the Bromley Buzz. And one of the many books before us I brought along as well is um, uh, the show Queer Eye, okay, Mm -hmm. is a very fun show. And I was given as a birthday present um, Over the Top by Jonathan Van Ness, who is about as over top as you can possibly get. But one of the many things that Let's Talk needs to embrace is the whole LGBTQ plus thing, because there's so much talking that needs to be done in that arena as well. Absolutely. Anyway, if you want to hear more about Let's Talk and a deeper insight to both of us and what we're doing, as well as the Bromley Buzz, you can join us uh, here on Channel Radio 2 on the Business Bunker Show. And we will be appearing on Jules uh, Serkin and Paul Andrews' show on Tuesday from 1 to 3 p.m. Uh, is that in two weeks' time, isn't it, on the Tuesday? Two I weeks' so, time, yeah. So, yeah, tune in there and you'll find out lots more info on that. It'll be interesting to see their take on it. How Jules manages to convert. I know what she's going to do, you know. She's going to go. Let's talk about food and squaffing cough. No, no. (laughs) uh, And let's talk about um, bad vaccinations. She'll be all over that, yeah. It could be the ginger biscuits, actually. Have a conversation about ginger biscuits. Oh, that would be good. I'm always happy to let's talk about food. (laughs) We probably need to get you on her show then. Squaffing quaff. Indeed. Uh, I wouldn't mind being on that show too. Um, do you know what? Before uh, I, we kind of end the show, we've got f- a few more minutes. Tune in on the uh, 4th of November because I've interviewed a gentleman called Steve Phillips and he talks about his son's legacy, Jordan's legacy. And he lost his son, age 35, to suicide. And he has been part of this huge campaign with the government and the parliament, along with Mike McCarthy, who I've also had on the show, who lost his son during the pandemic. So do tune in on the 4th of November to hear his interview. And if you've got any messages that you want to share around that, please email me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. That actually brings me back to the Rotary Work Club we did. Uh, And... The, uh, the genesis of your own show, um, Mindset Matters, from an early stage you've been talking to people who have attempted suicide, um, in some numbers actually, and it mm-hmm. is one of the great taboos, one of the great things that Let's Talk needs to help with. And when the furlough was happening, another period of financial doom, 
uh, Christine from the Rotary Club was saying that Kent Search and Rescue are out there. Um, oh, yes. After people, mm. three or four people, um, younger to middle-aged family men uh, who had broken um, because of the loss or the likely loss of their employment, their mortgages, their self-respect, and they were going to hope. attempt suicide. How much less likely would this be if suicide were less of a taboo, yeah. if they were able to speak to their male friends about their feelings, mm. about all this sort of thing, if they could feel they could reach out for help? You started out the show by asking why I sponsor you. Well, thank you. That's a reminder. Thank you. And, you know, on that note, because we're talking about young people and uh, adults taking their own lives, but this is, you know, I don't want to end on a gloom note, um, but this is something that is prevalent and happening in even younger generations. And I'm talking from the age of 13, 14-year-olds in the educational sector that are struggling and attempting to take their own lives. So that has got to say something about something's not right here. And we need to be talking about it. We need to be sharing it in schools. But again, it's about getting past those, not boundaries, but those those walls. I've lost the word now. It's almost like a picket fence and you, you can't get over it, you know? Um, it, we have to break those walls down. Well, funnily enough, that may also be why Stacey Doody entitled her book, Are You Really Okay? Because mm. you ask someone, are you okay? They say, fine. You need to literally ask the so, same question three times or add in the word really to get a proper answer and to move somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. And it goes back to what we were talking about before. Look at people's body language. Because their voice could be saying, I'm okay, when it could be jolly, but their body is not congruent with what's coming out of their mouth. Okay, I'll be watching my hips in future. Hips don't lie. Is it? Hips don't lie. Hips don't lie. Not come across that one, but it's nice to be thought of as a hipster. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so the time has come, sadly, to say goodbye. Adios. Hasta la próxima semana. See you next week. But I'm not going to do that just yet. Let's talk in Spanish. Vamos a hablar. Lovely. Hablamos. The start of internationalizing it. There we go. We'll get a hashtag on that in Spanish as well. And we will go international because it's needed globally. So if you would like to know how I can support you and your goals and challenges, which may be stopping you from moving forward, uh, you can go over to my website, zenatnarani.com, or DM me through my social media links and let's get talking. There we go. It's all about talking. Also, if you would like to um, listen to this show, any previous shows, you know where you can find that on anchor.fm forward slash Zenat hyphen Narani MSM and available on all the other uh, platforms like Spotify and Apple and Google. The usual suspects. The usual suspects. So tune in next week for Perry Power live in the studio. It's going to be a great one. Darren, I assume you'll be joining us as well. So that'd I expect be wonderful. so. I'll be on the chair in the corner, not saying much. And I would like to thank Intune PR with a passion enormously for sponsoring the Mindset Matters talk show and the difference that they are making to share and bring about the importance of mental health and well-being. Also, if you would like to appear as a guest on the show then do get in touch with me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. If you would like to share your story, you've got any tips, tools as an expert, 
this show is about making a difference and I want to continue to spread the awareness, make positive changes beyond the horizons. So continue to tweet in and follow me on social media, leaving you with empower your mind to live the life you desire by helping you find and forge your path in life. Take care. See you next week. Shake it.